On. On, maybe. Okay. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey guys, it's Ashley. Ben's not here today because he's in Honduras doing really good things with his life. Um, I have very special guests, Jade and Tanner Tolbert, here in studio with me. Yay! Hello, hello. It's so funny because Jade and Tanner are like probably my better friends from the franchise. And when I have to interview them, it makes me feel weird because like I'm doing it for you guys, but I already know the answers to everything. <laughs> so let's start with that. You guys, update us on your life. How baby Emmy is. She just turned six months. Not, not six years. Six months. Yeah. And then you guys just celebrated your two-year anniversary. Man, two years. Look at how much has two changed. Two years married or two years? Two years married. Two years married. married. Yeah. Yep. I forget how you guys met. I'm so sorry. Paradise? Yeah, what? Paradise. How could you forget? Look, there's a lot of people. A Come lot on. Of it was love at first sight. Yes. Was it? Yeah. We it were, was. Yeah, we kind of had like the opposite story of Ashley and Jared actually on that season. Yeah. Yes. I had love at first sight and he did not. <laughs> How is it the opposite? Well, we, we ended up together. Oh, <laughs> sad. Okay. Thanks for reminding me. So how her. did you yeah. meet? You like walked down the stairs or what happened? Yeah. Jade was the first one down the stairs and I was what, like fourth or fifth? Something like that. Yeah. I obviously liked her going into the show, but um, I didn't think she would like me. So I just showed up for the, Why didn't the she? beaches and the, and the drinks and the good time and. You know, one day later, we actually liked each other, and the rest is history. So Jade was on with Chris Souls. Yeah. But who were you on with? I was on Caitlyn's season. Oh, Caitlyn. Yeah. Yeah. Did they go, came from, did... like, the two best seasons. It was the Bachelor heyday, if I may say so myself. We well, like to think that. We, we might be biased. And did you yeah. both make it to hometowns? No, I didn't. Um, I'm not cool enough for hometowns. <laughs> Jade did. I got, like, seventh or so in my season. Yeah. No, I made it to hometowns, but I got dumped. You know, it's also funny, the parallels between Jared. Like, I was seventh on my season, and he was fourth on his. Oh, yeah. Weird. What a switcheroo. Parallel universe. <laughs> okay, so tell us about life with Emmy. And I know that Tanner is a little bit sad that he doesn't get as much attention anymore. What other dynamics have changed? Yeah, the baby steals all the attention. So I used to get, like, you know, back rubs, head rubs. <laughs> You know, she'd want to cuddle with me, things like that. Now it's just nothing. Tanner he, loves being touched. That's like oh his gosh. thing. He is the baby, so now he's like having to compete for my attention. But and I lose. And he's like, babies are so needy. I'm like, yes, Tanner, they're babies. Wait, wait. <laughs> I think we need to address this. Seems like this could be an issue. Oh, it's uh, not an issue. Uh, no. It, it Does could be Jade an issue. need to put more effort in? And do you need to be less needy? You know, I'll let you say that, but I might shake my head up and down. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's dig into it. Are you? T is he too needy, or are you not giving him enough? It's both. He is so needy. He loves affection, but it's like he's a taker. He's so, like a little animal. Yeah. He's like a little puppy. Yeah. <laughs> and but he needs that like nurturance, even as a grown man. And but now I have this baby that constantly needs me, and so I don't even have time for him. I don't even have time for myself. And so when he's like, I want a back rub, back rub, I'm like, me too. Jade, <laughs> I'm always impressed by the fact that you still have makeup on in most of your Insta stories. I'm like, how does she do this? Because even when I have a day, quote, off, I don't want to have makeup oh, on. No, that's just because I'm doing Insta stories. Okay. Like, wasn't there some kind of drama? What? Yeah, there was like, oh. I saw it in People magazine. Their oh, marriage yeah. boot camp? Well, no. no. So Jade. My breastfeeding Yeah, picture. you tell, oh, yeah. tell the story oh, really? because yeah. people listening don't know. So tell the story. I don't even know. No, so it was for that third love bra, and so oh, yeah. I, took a, I took a picture of me after I was breastfeeding with Emerson, and she was snuggled up to me in the bed, and people were telling me, like, I got some message that was like, you're not depicting real life, you're putting too much pressure on women to look this way when they have babies, no. and I was <gasps> like, that is BS, you can't be a beautiful, sexy mom? Apparently not. No. So, you can't take care of yourself and look good for yeah. your man? <laughs> without getting crap for it that's so messed up i just feel like it should be either way like if you don't want to wear makeup then great for you if you want to wear makeup great for you but like you know you put yourself out on social media people are gonna say anything about you but i totally address them because i was like listen this is my real life this is i have such i have just as hard of a time as any other mom out there right. and what's wrong with putting a beautiful picture on my instagram with me and my baby in this moment that's nuts tanner what'd you think I'm all for the makeup. Let's let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay, I want to talk. go back to your, your love languages, because it seems like maybe you guys do have a difference in love languages. What are yours? Mine have totally changed. So it used to be affection, but now I think mine is... Physical touch? Yeah, it used to be physical yeah. touch. And so now I think mine is quality time and acts of service. Okay. I feel like acts of service becomes that every time a girl gets married and has a kid. Oh, especially with the baby. I'm like, if you want to show that you love me, please go do this with the baby right now so mm-hmm. I can just have... A moment to breathe. Mm-hmm. Tanner, what are yours? I still want physical touch. <laughs> right. Nothing's yeah. changed. You get two love languages. I want to be touched twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But that seems funny. easy enough. Like, I don't want to harp on it, but like, that seems like you're not asking for that no, much. No, no. Just give me, what I'm, yeah, give me what I'm asking for. Give me what I need. I think he shouldn't have to ask, but then I think yeah. she shouldn't have to ask for like things she needs. It's getting easier because Emerson's now six months, so she's less needy. But, like, those first couple months when I'm up every hour and a half feeding my baby and at hours of, at a time, and then he's, like, asking me for something, I'm like, wait a second. Like, you you need to, like, just give me a couple months and let me figure out the mommy thing. And then we're kind of – we're getting yeah, back. Yeah, it gets, it gets easier. The first few we're months are c- We're tough. circling back. Right. If this is your biggest issue, you guys are good. But, yeah. like, I'm just saying – I think everybody needs to work at it. Oh, for sure. I see this just over and over mm-hmm. and yeah. over again. And it, and I do feel the guilt, like the mom guilt, the wife guilt. Like I do feel bad because like I want to be able to take my mom hat off and be and be the wife. Mm-hmm. And so I do struggle with it. it. It's 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 an interesting dynamic, but we we do work. We're, we we try. Tanner and works like a regular job, right? You have like a nine to five. I think we Shocker, all love right? the fact that Tanner has kept his nine to five. Yeah. Um, financially, you definitely don't have to, but I love the fact that you love having a schedule and you love to like hold a position down. Tell everybody about what you do a yeah, little I mean, bit, but don't bore us. I'll, I'll, make, I'll make it quick then. Um, yeah, I didn't know like you could make money from social media when I got back from the show, so I just went back to work like the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm a GM at a Honda dealership back home. Yep, so. all the free cars. I've had five pilots. I oh, want you to know. I just got Jade one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the new one? Yes. I highly recommend she the has black it. rims. Yep. It's yep. a game changer on the whole car. Yep, Amy yep. has that. I didn't think I'd like it, but I love it. Oh, oh good. The best car you guys ever. had some... five pilots. Yeah. yeah. You well, five pilots, Amy. You know where to like, get, get some variety in your I life. Know, but where do you guys live? Like yeah, somewhere weird, right? <laughs> weird Kansas City. Kansas City's so weird. Kansas City, Kansas, or Kansas City, Missouri. We're on the Kansas side, but it's I mean, it's right there. We're, oh, it's really the border. I had no idea. Yeah, our house, we're like a quarter mile from Missouri. So your house is new, Janner Manor, as we like to call it in Bachelor Nation. And it's gorgeous. You guys are building a barn right now. Yep, it's almost done. And then the horse gets to live with you. So then you're going to have two dogs, a baby, and a horse. All of those are my responsibilities. <laughs> Tanner! <Yeah. laughs> so I have a question. When he gets home from work, do you just, here's the baby? She tries to, yeah. That's like my biggest pet peeve. Because I, I think when I get home rough. from work a all day. A lot of moms do that. Yeah, when I, but when I get home Not from work so all day. Not so much anymore. You used to, right? Yes. I, I get home. I just want to like sit down and like mentally relax for 20 minutes. And she's like, I've been holding the baby all day. Hold her. And then I'm just like. I do not want to do that. But I so just do wanna... I. Like that's the thing. I think guys don't understand. Like I'm, I want to have that mental like relaxation right. too you for twenty to. minutes. Yeah, it's just as much of a job to stay home with a baby. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. But you're so if you're each working a job all day. Yeah. Then how do you decide who works? Maybe switch off every other day. Like on Mondays, here's the baby. On Tuesdays. Yeah. I don't know. It oh. seems so yeah. simple to me, and I'm not married, and I don't have any kids, yeah. but like. He can't Seems simple. You can't give me any crap though because you change one diaper a day and that's like your duty. Yeah, that's, that's his a, duty. That's yeah. a rule. Yeah. yeah. I take care of all like, the rest. Is it one dirty diaper a day or is it one pee diaper? Oh, uh, you day? never know. It's, it's a like, gamble. It's like oh, Russian really? Roulette. Oh, I yeah. would save it for the poopy diaper at night. I, I feel like she does. I, I get an absurd amount of poopy ones. I, I feel like she waits to tell me <laughs> until she knows they're really bad. And so, then she's like, oh, it's your diaper of the day time. Weird. I'd go just going off my nine pound dog. Um, who poops like twice a day? How much does a baby poop? Twice a day. Oh, okay. At the beginning stage, it felt like more. Maybe in the beginning stage because they don't have as much sphincter control. Can I say that? <laughs> I, mean, oh, I don't know if no. you can say anything. <laughs> sure. uh, I learned something from you guys that apparently your kid's poop doesn't smell as bad. It doesn't until you start feeding them uh, baby food, oh. and then it starts to stink. We just started that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So now it's been stinky. Oh, my God. It's so bad. In a different texture? Yes. When we were in St. Lucia like a month ago, they showed me what a dirty diaper looked like um, from like breast milk, 
And it was like pretty clear and very shockingly not like poop. It's yellow. It's supposed to be yellow. Interesting. And then yeah. it changes real quick and looks like a bean burrito. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on. I loved this story that you told on my I Don't Get It podcast about when you were giving birth and Tanner was eating a Big Mac. Can you like regale us just shortly? It How was a McMuffin. Oh, a McMuffin. I wanted to talk about just like the dynamic of the like six hours that you were giving birth because I just find it so funny how Tanner, if you guys don't know Tanner, always has like a glimmer in his eye. Like he's always up to something and he's always smiling, which is right now, which is just like the best face to imagine watching his wife give birth. Yeah. So we got to the hospital. The baby was a month early, so we were not prepared. My mom met us there, and Jade was like contracting or whatever in the in the tub at the hospital. My mom brought breakfast because it was early in the morning. We didn't get a chance to stop. It's not like I'm gonna stop at the drive-through while my wife's giving you know a, giving birth to a child. But I was hungry, um, so I just started eating the McMuffin in the room, and I like Jade's over there like <clears throat> like going at it in I the was, tub. It wasn't just like I was at the start of my labor; like I was in the thick of it, you know. Right. And you get sick from all the hormones because your body's preparing you to shoot this child out of you. And so I was, I had already thrown up twice. Ugh. And he brought in this McMuffin, and it was the most intense, disgusting <laughs> smell I'd ever smelled. And he was eating it right by my face. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like taunting you with it, too. Oh, yeah. So I looked at him, and I was so mad. And I was like, Are you going to eat that right now? And he just like started laughing. And I was like, No. I was trying to keep it light. Oh you had God. no pain meds, too. No pain meds. So can you imagine my situation? <laughs> Ugh, anger. Just Ugh. outrageous anger. Um, then there was the the fact that she came out really, really quickly, and you did it in an interesting manner. Tell people about how you did give birth. Well, I labored in a tub. Mm-hmm. So and then you it, got on your knees. Yeah, so my so I had a midwife and she wanted me to deliver like still on a bed. So I got on the bed kind of like on my hands and knees and then you know when the bed angles back, it's not all the way down the mm-hmm. hospital beds. I just kind of leaned over my arms over it and just kind of pushed her out in a backwards squat. Which I like feel <laughs> seems easier and I just wanted to like put that out there cuz I think a lot of girls don't know that you can deliver like that. But if you want to know all the rest of those dirty details, they're on our other podcast, yeah. the I Don't Get It podcast. Speaking of beds, most Americans get less than the recommended seven to eight hours of sleep a night. And if that's you, science proves that getting more sleep will make it easier to hold fast to your goals. Sleep Number is smart. It's effortless comfort. The Sleep Number bed lets you choose your ideal comfort and support on each side. So, Jay Tanner, do you guys have um different levels of comfort like does one person like a cozy bed and the other one likes a firm bed i like firm i don't know yeah we're we're both on the firm side oh well good for you you guys are compatible um it's the perfect bed for couples whether they both like firm whether they both like soft or whether they are different as far as that stuff goes um their newest beds are so smart that they actually sense your every move and automatically adjust so that you can stay sleeping comfortably through the night Wait, you guys, this is insane. They even have an adjustment for snoring. Does your bed do that? There you go, Tanner. You're the one that snored when you were pregnant. I I did. (laughs) I know, but I feel like Tanner actually has a snoring issue, doesn't he? He does. So he snores when he lays on his back. So he has to lay on his side. So Mm, so you just like roll him over? Oh, I'll like him over. Mm hmm. (laughs) All right, well, you guys need a sleep number, obviously. Don't miss the best bed for couples at the lowest prices of the season. Come in now at a sleep number store and save $400 to $700 on the most popular sleep number mattresses. You'll only find them at sleepnumber.com or any of the 550 sleep number stores nationwide. And be sure that the Almost Famous podcast sent you. Okay, guys, um, you watched The Bachelor last night. I know this because you were over my house for it. I know that we talked through most of it, but I still think we caught enough to talk about it right now. Whose hometown stood out to you guys as being the best? Hmm. If I had to pick the best hometown, I would probably say Becca. Becca. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Becca's family seemed the most relatable, the mm-hmm. most comforting. And uh, the only weird part about it was that Becca's sister decided not to show up. She said that she had work, 
that she didn't want to be on camera. I think there was like some rumor that she wasn't supportive of Becca being on the show. Gotcha. So that's just interesting. Did either of you guys, uh, well, Tanner, your parents weren't part of Hometowns, but Jade, did your parents have an issue being on Hometowns? My parents didn't have an issue. It's just my family is pretty quiet, and they, they're, like, very camera shy. So mm-hmm. I think they were terrified. Yeah. But they didn't have an issue. And, they like, my mom was the one that encouraged me to go on the show. So I had their support. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. Was your hometown aw- awkward like Lauren B's then? Um. Yeah. It was I, more like Lauren B's. Yeah, I would say so. I feel like when we think of Jade's hometown, I don't even – I don't think about that. <laughs> Yeah. And that's true. No. Uh, but I also don't want to bring that out. Um, okay, so Lauren B's hometown, definitely one of the more awkward. We Lauren B's hometown was definitely one of the more awkward ones we've seen in a while. Um, she seems quiet, just like her family. We know where she gets that silence from now. Um, just a very serious family, a military family. And Ari knew exactly what to say to get her dad on his side, which was like, back when I was racing regularly, I took a trip to visit the troops, and... Yeah, uh, he had that story just saved up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in his back pocket. I have to be honest. Is it, like, super impressive? Like, do troops, like, really care to go see race car drivers of, like, a D level? (laughs) Is that really harsh? But, like, I don't know that anybody, like, any of the soldiers were really excited to meet Ari Leyendijk. Not sure he changed many lives, is what you're saying? Yeah. Like, because normally they go for entertainment, you know, like right. s- comedians will go or musicians will go. Right. Um, like Fergie went one time. Like, yeah. That's like a big did name. She, did she sing the national anthem? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. But yeah, so Ari won over Lauren's dad. And I think that was his real goal because I think that from my perspective, Lauren is the front runner right now. No, for sure. Yeah, I would agree. You can tell that he likes her the most. Yeah. He said, has he said he's falling in love with all four women? I think so. Typical bachelor. But how is that okay? Just because you say the word falling in front of it it all of a sudden? Less serious. Yeah. It means like you're in the process, but you're not actually in love. He said he was falling deeply in love with Lauren B, which is key word that she, to me, is front runner. Um, Lauren's aunt had something interesting to say. She said that next week, if you get Lauren through this rose ceremony, she'll be going to a fantasy suite with you. And uh, you can't, she was kind of warning him not to sleep with Lauren along with two other girls. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I get where she's coming from. You don't want to see your family member just, you know, hit it and quit it. It's just weird to have your family talking about your sex life, period. Like, how awkward is that to have them say that to the person that you're. Shut up, Grandma. It is so awkward. I mean, well, my parents have had to hear about it for the past three years on TV. Right. We never have those conversations outside of TV. Um, Lauren and my parents, I'm, I'm saying Lauren because she's sitting right next to us, um, they never had a sex talk with us. We never learned from mom and dad. My mom, like, cringed when she had to give me a period talk. You think that's why you have held out? Oh, stop now. because lauren's here and she was she didn't have that problem so i'm gonna go ahead and say the sex talk was not the reason i've held out uh let's see what other hometowns we have to talk about um tia oh tia we can do tia tia so tanner has a theory that tia is more concerned about being the bachelorette than she was about winning ari's heart right like don't don't get me wrong i think tia would probably be the best bachelorette for tv i'd be more interested in watching her than any of the other girls but i think she's all season long been auditioning for it I, i feel like she's just done whatever the producers have wanted to do i think she's had her little you know speeches lined up i think she knows what she's trying to do and she's having she has a a raven handbook to follow as well yeah i'm sure raven gave her the step-by-step on what to expect and how to get certain points and uh, how do you how do you think that raven is going to feel if like the girl that she helped signed up for the show becomes the bachelorette don't you think Raven's fine because she's all happy? And I mean, in love? she does seem very happy in love. Oh yeah, and then all they'll, all they'll just post pictures together on Instagram, and they'll just share their followings, and they'll be all happy. All right, Jade with the correct answer. <laughs> uh, now we have to talk about the taxi dormy date with that was Kendall. literally gross. It you guys, disgusting. okay, wait, why am I like not completely disgusted by this? Maybe it's just because I've been. I know it's so weird because I'm an animal lover and I would never want to stuff a lot. Li- uh, well, it's not a live animal. I never want to stuff an animal. 
It the was flat a- animal was so gross. Wait, like, okay. I yeah. obviously need to watch it again. I was doing my makeup while watching. It was Wait, like a flat a animal. Limp, I missed that part. Gutless rat. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna have to watch it again. How do you get but... into taxidermy? Is this like a joke that this show just ran with, or is she genuinely into this? No, I think she's genuinely into this. Would you ever preserve your dog in Pippa form? Like, would you no. like stuff Pippa so you can see her? No. Okay. All I know is that we watched the Jeffrey Dahmer movie the other day, and that's all I could think about. <laughs> <laughs> he used to stuff his guys or his victims. He used to look at the insides of animals. No way. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that is a little creepy. What's interesting to me is Ari seems like the guy that wants a poised girl who like wears heels during the day and is just like, you know, delivers fresh muffins to guests, you know? But Kendall has a side of her that's like that. You think so? I feel like she's like the weird taxidermy girl at some times. And then she's like super sophisticated and smart and like well spoken at at other times. She is well spoken. Oh, she enunciates like no one else. Like I wish I could enunciate like Kendall and just be able to calmly express my feelings like she does i kind of like kendall am i weird is that weird no no no. i like kendall too for sure i just think it's funny that she stayed around this long because man oh man when she was eating crickets or caterpillars or whatever on that hike date height date height hike date (laughs) (laughs) i would have never thought she'd get this far i find i'm i'm going on a limb here the four of them are all a little bit love like, yes. Am I wrong? Like, I don't know. I watched it and then tried to remember Becca's date, and I can remember nothing of it. No, see, I like Becca's date. She was the girl who wins my superlative of one I most like to well, hang out with. What happened on she last night? She seems super boring to me. You think she seems boring? Uh, yeah. I think she seems like a nice girl's girl. Like, I think I could, like, chat with her about, like, my celebrity crushes and what makeup. What even happened on her hometown? Like, I cannot remember, and well, I just watched it. Uncle Gary talked about how her dad's no longer around oh. and how they've been the guard dogs That's of right. Becca's heart. And then their mom was there, and she was concerned about Becca leaving Minnesota because she's going to miss her if oh. she moved to Scottsdale. And then there was I'm the asleep. whole fact that I'm her sister wasn't there. So boring, so asleep. <laughs> And are the moms given a script because something is bizarre that every single parent says, well, if I trust my daughter and if this yeah. is what my daughter wants, then I'm going to support her. Like, if I were the parent, I'd be like, this is bat bleep crazy. What are you talking about? You just met her and you're dating four people at the same time. Like, I'm fine if they want to do it, but why does not one parent say what a normal parent would say? I agree. I'm tired of the canned answers that yeah. everyone gives. I'm, I'm tired. I, w- I want like a villain bachelor or bachelorette next. Someone that just speaks what they really want. Mo- and a really parent mean. that goes, I'm yeah. sorry, bro, but that was you're JoJo's dating brothers. Yeah. That was JoJo's brothers and they came across really poorly. <laughs> yeah, but I like, but we were, but I guess it was that. real. Yeah. yeah they, 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 every parent giving the same answer was, was weird. Well, mm-hmm. wait a second. We have two people here who knew each other for only like 20 something days by the time that they got engaged, and I want to know what your parents said. I mean, they thought we were crazy. Yeah, for right. Sure. And I'm fine that you did it and it's working out, but like a parent should still be like, or Skeptical. a sister, yeah. like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, he's going to someone else's house tomorrow mm-hmm. to make out with them. <laughs> well, speaking and he's of that, that same weird basket of what is in that weird, <laughs> like, Walmart basket. Oh my god, it's so funny. Who brings a picnic basket anywhere in life other than the bachelor? They're always packing a picnic basket and then it always comes to the hometowns. It's so bizarre. It obviously has a bottle of wine in there and flowers, but it's like, yeah, I brought uh, the same bottle of wine and flowers to the other girl's house, which is almost as gross. Which is almost really uncomfortable. Like yeah. don't even bring a gift. You think he washed the glasses? Uh, the one concern that kept coming up especially with lauren b's family she's just lauren now lauren's family was are you saying the same things to us as you're saying to the other parents you're visiting this week yes it feels that way Uh, yeah it feels like ari's used us and we saw it yeah. He said the same thing to yeah. everyone. My but mom texted like, us, and she was like, he's leading everyone on. And I, I guess, but, don't they all at this point lead them on? Yeah, for yes. sure. But but it's not even this episode. Ari's been saying like the same 10 phrases all season. <laughs> he's like, I love that. I love that I about love you. That. You know yeah. what I mean? He says Amazing. the same thing over yeah. and over and over. Yeah. And then and, swallows their face. Yeah. Right. He's a cool dude, and I get it. Like He's sort of in this weird predicament, but I do think like, 
just lay it out there and yeah. be like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> the funny thing about Ari is that I've now met him in person three times, um, including the time that we interviewed him via phone here. And I love to make fun of him. I really do. I love to poke fun at him during the week during my recaps. But then whenever I see him, I'm like, you're so nice and you're very handsome. And then all of a sudden I'm back to like critiquing him on the show. I guess it's just like what you do. When you're watching, it's so easy yeah, to I mean, do it. It's but then fun I'm to like, make fun of people. Yeah, sure. that's while, part while of being a fan of the show. Yeah, yeah, you got to earn your stripes a little bit. You have to go through all the all the critiques because everyone gets it. Yeah, I mean, I still get. If you can't handle it, then then you're then you're. And a real like problem. Caitlin got it more than anyone, and look at her now. Yeah. She's just like laughing all the way to the bank, and like still in love, and like whatever. So it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, Jade, let's talk a little fashion. Um, we didn't like any of those rose ceremony dresses last night. They were all kind of prom. They just look, I mean, I don't want to say like go buy expensive dresses, but they just looked kind of cheap. You know, I don't know. Just I like think you get to that point in the season. You're like, oh, whoops, ran out of dresses. Now I have to do the bottom of my suitcase. That happened to me, though. When we got engaged, I ran out of dresses and I had to wear this really awful orange dress that I got from Vedanta. You wore that as your engagement dress yeah, was one that you got from the hotel? Store. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because because other the other girls that were left, too, I yeah. had the handlers go ask if they let me borrow a dress, and nobody would let me borrow a dress. No way. Who was left at that point? Samantha. Samantha. No way. Tenley. Samantha wouldn't let you borrow a dress? Why couldn't you borrow? They just wouldn't. I mean, they just wouldn't let me. I was like, does anyone have any leftover dresses I can wear? And nobody would let me. Maybe I would have re- reworn <laughs> something really weird too. like who cares yeah here well then yeah. interesting um well you know it it does take a lot of money to wear something new on the bachelor and in your regular day life i, I wouldn't support that so there's this company called Lato, and that keeps your fashion worries and frustrations at bay sometimes it can be really frustrating when you think you know what you're looking for when you're headed to the mall but then you can't find anything that works and it ends up being a huge waste of time this is why Lato is great you can rent up to three hundred dollars worth of clothing from designer brands like bcbg um nike rebecca minkoff for as low as 59 dollars a month and you can get a box of fashion delivered right to your door and always have something new to wear because you know not all of us like to repeat outfits over and over again latote helps you with that don't get me wrong i do love to shop but sometimes it's so much better to get things delivered to your door and this service is so easy to use and definitely saves me time and money so go to latote.com that is l-e-t-o-t e.com to get started enter our promo code which is almost famous at checkout to get 50 percent off your first month from there you'll get a completely customized tote within days wear it all and when you're done all you have to do is return the rest in the mail then they'll start preparing your next tote immediately again that is a tote l-e-t-o-t-e.com enter our promo code almost famous and you'll have something new to wear all the time Okay, before we jump into reader emails, which is one of Ben and my favorite segments, we need to talk a little Bachelor Winter Games. My plan is to do a season-long, you know, it's a four-episode season, recap on Thursday with a couple of my Bachelor in Bachelor Winter Games alums. Um, but I need to know what you guys are thinking about the season so far. Who's your favorite besides me? <laughs> Now, I've actually really enjoyed the show. Maybe it's just because it's been we a love- breath of fresh air from the Bachelor season. Um, but it's, it's been good. We love Yuki. We all love Yuki. Yuki is the best. Yes. Let me tell you, the girl knew like three expressions going into the season. Okay. Yay. I love you. And Dean, give me Rose. And it was the cutest thing ever. She's. I want to shrink her and put her in my pocket. I know. I want to be friends with her, too, just from watching her for, like, 15 minutes on the screen. I know. Yeah, but it was amazing the amount of English she picked up over a week. And we were, like, joking the entire time. We're like, this girl is probably in her interviews speaking fluent English and being like, I'm fooling everyone. Probably. Yeah, I know. We always joked about when she, like, walked to the car, like, her exit. I can say that, right? When she was walking into the car, we were like, Joking that she was going to be like, see you later, suckers, right. something like that. But no. My favorite part was when uh, Claire was talking to the German guy and he was just giving her major Juan Pablo flashbacks. Oh my God, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. He it's even okay. kind of looks like him. 
He, I think he reminds me so much of uh, so much of him. Is Sean Lowe and Juan Pablo together? Oh my gosh, yes. And then he's like, we had an appointment for the jacuzzi, <laughs> and I, I could just—it's totally Juan Pablo over again. It's like she's drawn to him because of some sort of traumatic past. But she always talks about the passion. She's like, I want something passionate. So she, keep, but she keeps picking the bad boy who she has that like, yeah, that traumatic something that, that creates the passion. Yeah. Because Benoit was just like the nice dude who just wanted to like give her the world. And she was like, we're just friends. That was a friendly kiss. I'm like, what? I know. There's no, I don't think there's no, is there any such thing as a friendly kiss on the lips? I don't know, Jade, have you ever friendly kissed me? There oh, totally. oh, wait, Amy kisses all like her guy friends. I'm like a lip kisser. Like it's not all <laughs> certain. Yeah, the ones that you actually do want to make out with, you peck on the lips. Yeah, but that's a peck. It's like, it's like it's, a peck. Okay, well. Womp- it's just because some people are lip kissers and you're like close and it's just like, but it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do it to some like not hot dude. Do you but do like, it to a married dude? Yeah. Oh, I really? I Bennett all the time. <laughs> Easton just looked up no, and he I was don't like, lip kiss oh. these people, but I lip kiss Bennett all the time. I don't know. I'm Bennett sure is our executive like producer. Um, is Bennett's wife okay with that? Yeah, she's probably there. She probably like wants open to mouth? lip kiss too. Like open mouth? Lip no. Kiss? No, okay. no, no, no. That would be a little. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be like less than three seconds or something. You know, it's just like. Yeah. 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 Well, I have to say shout out to Bennett for really creating. And my friend Jeff, I always lip kissed him. Lip well, that's because like you sometimes want to make out Not with Jeff. Not that Jeff. Oh. First of all, I only want to make out with one person. And if he didn't like the lip kissing, I wouldn't lip kiss, but like, whatever. Okay, well, shout out to Bennett, who actually created the most comfortable bachelor environment. He really wanted everybody to to succeed. Um, It was awesome to see an executive producer who just wanted to see love and not drama. Where was he when I was on Chris Soul Season? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, with Chris Soul Season, he was Chris's main producer so we didn't get to know him then so it's been really nice for me to to do this experience with him um you guys looking forward to seeing me fall down a mountain today yeah i'm a little disappointed in your your skills you're disappointed in my skills i thought you'd like that i was a train wreck well i enjoy watching it but do you remember her in paradise and the waves i mean what are you expecting yeah I feel like all the guys are, all the American guys are terrible at every single no, event. No, Ben and Dean, you'll see tonight, they do better. kill skiing. Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. Because Ben couldn't even walk like on the ice. No, I know. Ben in that suit is so uncomfortable to see, but he's like not afraid. He'll show his junk in that suit. He didn't have any shame. <laughs> there were some other guys walking around with their, you know, their hands over their junk. Not Ben. Shrinkage? No, no shrinkage. <laughs> well, there's that rumor about Ben. Oh, there is that rumor about Ben. Well, I'm glad I've, you brought that up. I haven't heard this rumor. Oh, it it's was, a pretty it was, widespread rumor. It's a widespread rumor that he's quite well endowed. Jade is nodding. We've all heard this. I've what heard what this. are you nodding for? I've heard this. <laughs> it's like a rumor. David Spade weirdly has the same rumor about him. Which oh, David Spade, I would true, understand. But, he, but everyone says it is. No, well, David Spade has that swag where it's like he's not that attractive, but like he's sexy because all, he's funny. He has a great personality, and apparently he's packing. Yeah, but David Spade is cute. Come on. No, he is cute. Lauren likes David Spade. She would hook up with him. David Spade's very sexy. Would you uh, friendly kiss him or more than friendly kiss (laughs) him? Oh, you friendly kiss David Spade, Amy, don't you? of course. Yes. He's like, yes. What I love about David Spade is he drives a Land Cruiser older than my parents' Land Cruiser. It's like a 1999 Land Cruiser. eight other cars. Oh, I know. I know. $10 million house. Yeah. Maybe 20. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there was something else about Paradise that I wanted to talk to you guys about. But now I forget. Oh, about when they were on Paradise? Yeah. Did you get married there? I don't. It's also <laughs> no, blurry. No, they got married in real life. On TV. Yeah. 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 In, real, in real life, yeah, which uh, is not Paradise. Dana Point. Dana Point. Yeah. yeah. Oh. For that that uh, Bachelor 20 episode. Did you think thing? it was weird oh, yeah, that there right. are people at your wedding you'd never met? Yes. Yes. Very yeah. Right. Let's talk about that. Like, so let's like, talk Hi. about that. I wouldn't want strangers at my wedding. You yeah, know, I mean, we talked to producers about that, but they were kind of like, "This is the list." Like, but is it only because it was a 20th anniversary special? Partially, yes, but I think they no. still get some say. They pretty much said, "Hey, you each get to pick like a third of the guest list, and then we'll pick the other." Well, what about Carly and Evans, because there was far more intimate. Who was at yours? You'd never met, like, like Tristan Ryan. Trist- yeah, tons yeah. of the couples. Tons like tons of, like the older couples, Jason like Jason Mesnick. Paul, yeah, Paul Shear showed up. I was like, "Hey, hey Paul, Paul Shear. Shear. That's yeah. random. The comedian. Yeah. yeah. Why? I don't know." <laughs> friends of Elon. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Did well, they come up and say hi to you? 
Uh, Paul Shear did not. That dick. So he Ooh, came to your yeah. wedding. But yeah. he bought us a wedding gift. It's on our yeah. coffee table. Really? Yeah. You, know, you, you can't buy me. You gotta, you know, you gotta talk to me. Eh, you can buy me. <laughs> well, I don't know how I feel about people who I don't know coming to my wedding, but I do know something that is so fab and so fun. It's it's also fit too. <laughs> It's fat fit fun. Okay, it's cold in LA today, which is really making me crave spring. And you know what I you know what really makes me feel like spring? When the spring fab fit fun box comes to my door. Fab fit fun is a subscription box with full-size fashion, beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. Jade is a fan as well. We did a photo shoot for them together with floaties. It was really fun. That was fun. Love those pictures. Was it fab as well? It was totally fab, and we looked fit. All products are full size, and you pay $49.99 each season, but each box is a value of over $200 guaranteed. And the spring box is out now, but FabFitFun's experiencing something. Everything is selling out. Like These boxes are selling out really fast, so you need to go to their site now. Let me let you know a few of the things that you're going to get in this box. It's a Rachel Pally reversible clutch, free people, and understated leather eye mask. Like, you guys, you're getting free people in a FabFitFun box. How awesome is that? Murad, Murad, you're getting Murad. Um, it's a skin perfecting lotion. I love this. It makes your skin glow. And then there's also Physique 57 Massage Roller. It's for your back. You can use it on your face. I like to use massage things on my face. Is that weird? It's just, like, all about the drainage, guys. You can get all of this and more for $49.99, but for you guys, because you listen to the Almost Famous podcast, you can go to FabFitFun.com, use our promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS, and get $10 more off the spring box, so your box is going to be $39.99, but they sell out, so make sure to head over to FabFitFun.com, enter our promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS right now. Oh my gosh, you guys, are you so excited for emails? Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Tanner. Thanks. Okay. Well, we all agree on this. Um, This girl, Allie, huge fan of Becca, and I know you are too, but let's be honest. Long hair Becca, short hair Becca? Short hair Becca. But be honest, has she really... But to be honest, she's been getting on my nerves the past few episodes. I think she really started to show her younger age, especially the way that she and Crystal interacted compared to the way that Kendall dealt with her situation with Crystal. My husband even made a comment tonight that Becca just makes it seem like it's a game to be won. I was not sorry to see her go home last week. Am I the only one having these feelings about Becca? Love the show. Love you both. Allie. Did you ever watch her Insta story that I told you to watch? Yeah, but I talked to her yesterday on FaceTime. Why was she doing that? I liked it because I had cystic acne, so I, like, totally understand where she's coming. uh, Okay. Okay. Let me just say as, like, a random what I experienced. Okay. So I'm, like, clicking on her Insta story, (laughs) which shame me for that because I'm embarrassed enough that I did that. And she's aggressively like being mad at people. I know, but that, like, I get mad at so people for the has, same like, thing. Bad skin, I guess. And so, have you ever had acne issues? Yeah, of course. No, like but I'm not really gonna, bad. That's like being mad at somebody who's just trying to be nice. Like, guess what? Shut up. So here's what she did. So she goes on her Instagram story, whatever it's called, and she's like, "Does anybody have a holistic dermatologist or whatever?" She was asking for. So then, then so I'm like. Whatever. Then you click on the next one and she's like freaking out because people are like trying to offer suggestions like proactive or bioclarity or like whatever it is. And she's like pissed about it. And she's like, I'm sorry to be pissed, but please do not offer suggestions. You don't understand. And it's just like, girl. Calm down. She's had stories before in the past where she complains about how people would try to give her acne advice when people who don't suffer from horrible acne the way that she does, she's been on Accutane three times, they just don't understand the pain that it is to go through that. And I have gone through that. And, like, I couldn't leave the house but without crying. But are you going to be mad if I, I said I was to mad. You, I, I, I used to. Calm down. I'm I used sorry. to. I have to defend her in this instance just because 
I used to have friends be like, Ashley, maybe you should stop using all like the prescription things you've been put on and you should use Cetaphil or something more gentle. Or maybe you should just like stop cleansing in general. Like I don't even wash my face. I'm like, but, you don't understand what I'm suffering from. But did you, did you ask them for advice? Because no. she, she oh, asked. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. So. Hmm. And right. also calm right. down. I don't have patience for this. <laughs> like. Really and truly, there is actual stuff in the world or, like, people have real problems. Like, I, I'm fine with her asking for the holistic doctor. That's fine. But don't de- delete those DMs or whatever you kids call it. Stop. Like, literally, I was like, wow, I Amy you. got fired. Yeah, you up. can really, you can really turn me off with your weird tweets and your, like, Instagrams because I liked her fine. And now I'm like, Bye-bye. Like you're really? Yeah, that's cray. You don't yell at people that you put on a public forum. Like you put it on your Instagram asking for help. So these nice people are trying to be nice. That's like that sweet Jennifer Garner being mad when she's she which she wasn't because Jennifer Garner is awesome. She wanted to like <laughs> give Garner away some is Girl awesome. Scout cookies. And then she got like overwhelmed by how many people wanted Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. But she wasn't mad. She was like, thank you so much for wanting the Girl Scout cookies. Okay, like, yeah. So um context. Um, Jennifer Gardner said, my daughter's selling Girl Scout cookies. If you guys want some, like, DM me. Is that what she said? Oh, I don't know. Something like they, I don't know. Who knows? It, uh, beside the point. My thing is, I'm sure Becca's nice. Save your emails. Save your mean, whatever that Reddit thread. I don't need it. But I'm just <laughs> saying, if she asked for help, and then people are trying to be super nice to her, like, just be appreciative. You don't have to yell at them because they told you, like, to try avocado mask i don't know is the story still up or did i miss it you, you missed, missed it. it okay well it it's just funny aggressive. i i ended up actually facetiming becca about these issues yesterday but i mean yeah sure the approach could have been a little more gentle but what is her like why is she so mad at people because it is frustrating when people are trying to give you advice and you're like if you don't think i haven't been to the dermatologist and tried everything like that Okay, you don't understand. So someone I care about a lot is sick right now, and I just suggested Advil and sleep. I'm sure he wants to punch me in the face because he's like, like, thanks, Captain Obvious, for the Advil and sleep. But guess what? Like, I care about him, so I'm trying to be like, That's true. Whenever whenever a guy says, like, I don't feel well, I'm like, well, just orange juice, lots of sleep, and um, get some chicken noodle. Like, why do I say that? Right, because you're nice, and you're trying, like, because I'm I'm actually super sad he's sick. (laughs) I can't believe this, So what am I supposed to write? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, so that's how I felt about the, like, her aggressiveness at me. You so you don't like her anymore? No, I'm torn. Okay, I'm well, torn. back to the email from <laughs> Allie. What do you guys think about Becca M? And has your opinion of her changed over the past few weeks after seeing what went down between her and Tia and her and Crystal? Well, now she- I hate her. But no, I, 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 used to, I used to like Becca M before this. Um, no, but she was actually one of my favorites on the show. Same. I, I felt yeah, like she kept like it her. real. and She keeps it so real and raw. I like I was defending her on Twitter for the age thing because so many people were coming at her. Yeah. And then when I found out she got off the show and didn't call her mom. Like, oh, that's something went, a 22 year old she just went missing. Then I was like, oh, my God, now I can't defend you. Well, so I was at Women Tell All at the taping last Tuesday. Wow. Can't believe it's been a week. I can't really tell you much, but I can tell you this. She did call her mom uh, to explain the whole story and the fact that like she didn't have service up at the weed farm. Um, but yeah, she really she really put that story out there. And another really juicy thing that I got from Women Tell All um, regarding Becca is the way that she took down Crystal and Tia. So guys, look forward to that on Sunday this week. All right, guys. Unfortunately, Jane and Tanner have to go. They have other things to attend to, including a baby who I think is getting fussy back there. I took up all their time with my rant about... <laughs> Short-haired Becca. I'm yeah, so we could have done that alone, Aim. Uh, okay, so Jade, you look great post bo- post baby body. I do not know what the heck you've done because I think you look prettier now than you ever have, and you look fitter. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. But no, I mean, I saw you in a bathing suit like I, a month ago. Yeah, but I can't fit into my old jeans still. Really? No. Well, you look great, and Tanner, you. you look great too. Um, I know that you gained some sympathy weight when Jade was pregnant. You gained how many pounds? 
gained like 20 pounds. That's insane. But every time Jade ate when she had like a craving, I was like, oh, that, that looks good. I'll have that too. And I put on like 20 pounds. I went from like 195 to 215. Yeah, he just kind of took the liberty. I but think, I did, of, I didn't every time notice. I was eating, he would just participate. That's fun. Yeah, I didn't notice though because I, I don't like step on the scale daily, nothing right. like that. Did you notice, Jade? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, <laughs> little know, dad bod, little little chubs. He just got kind of like that tire, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, around the waist. Spare tire. Yeah, the spare tire. But yeah. So, anyways, we started Nutrisystem, or I started Nutrisystem like day after Christmas. I lost 16 of those pounds back in like six weeks. So. What? That's impressive. Trying to get rid of the dad bod, you know. How much working out have you done on top of that? Uh, very little, actually. Wow, Nutrisystem for men, killing it. That's awesome. What well, is it? what is it? Just tells you what to eat. Yeah, it's like all pre-planned stuff. There's a full menu, but you can pick like shakes, snacks, meals, whatever you whatever you need. Um, and yeah. do they have a certain one for men and a certain one for women? There's certain, yeah. There's some, you know, unisex foods we'll call them. But do there's you some eat that any of it, Jade? No, I steal his stuff all the time. Like yeah. I love the bars and the shakes are good. And anything else that he's really had, I haven't done. But he takes all that to work, so. Awesome. Well, that makes packing his. Do you pack his lunch? I would, but the man's weird about it. Really? <laughs> it's because it's too. It's sitting in it's the bag too cause long. Because it's, it's not a hot meal. Oh, I I need a hot meal too. J- Tanner and I have like a lot of the same quirks. He doesn't like staying in a hotel or living in a place that is more than ten years old. Decade rule. Yeah. Yeah. He also. Um, well, this I don't agree with, but this is just a Tanner quirk that I love. Um, he doesn't eat at anything that's not a chain restaurant because your theory is? If it was good, there'd be more than one. <laughs> and oh my God. thirdly, we we consider an actual meal hot food. Yeah, you eat nothing cold. That's terrible. That and leftovers. No leftovers. Oh, no leftovers. Mm-hmm. God, he is difficult. Oh, my kid. gosh. That's, yeah. a, that's a lot of when money. When they leave, food. let's talk about them. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining me and making this podcast yes. without Ben as easy as it could be. I love you guys so much. Bye, friends. Bye. Thanks See for ya. having us. <laughs> All right. Well, now that Jane and Tanner are gone, Amy, you want to talk about skin and acne again? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, I know that Becca doesn't want any advice as far as topicals to use, but we do love bioclarity. And so many people say it works. Yeah, people so my do thing love is, it. Like, just open your mind, take a breath. Short-haired Becca, and like let people help you. <laughs> All right, don't well, be mad when they'd help you. All right, guys. Um, it is time to start a new healthy habit. If you're one like my sister sitting next to me who doesn't wash her face at all, it's time to find the right skincare for you, and it's time to start taking care of your skin to boost your confidence and to make you feel your prettiest. Finding the right skincare routine is key because nothing boosts your confidence like skin that you're proud to be in. BioClarity is delivered straight to your door and is an easy twice-daily three-step system that's natural. BioClarity helps you maintain clear skin that makes you feel confident and ready to take on your day. BioClarity is suitable for all skin types, even maybe yours, Becca M. It is dermatologist-developed, tested, and recommended. It is 100% vegan, cruelty-free, gluten-free, and paraben-free for you sensitive people out there. It's three steps to clear skin. First, you're going to cleanse with a rich foaming cleanser that gently removes dirt, oil, and environmental pollutants. Then you're going to treat it, and this stuff is going to penetrate your pores and attack the bacteria that causes acne and it's going to clear up your skin thirdly you're going to use the restore gel and this is going to leave your skin feeling smooth and refreshed so go to bioclarity.com and use our code famous for 20 dollars of savings you're going to get your bioclarity your first month of bioclarity for only nine dollars and 95 cents that's a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So if it doesn't work for you, it's it's no big deal. Return it, get your money back. It's bioclarity.com. Enter our code FAMOUS. All right, we have a couple more Bachelor emails. This one is about hometown dates. It's from Janessa. Janessa. Hey, Ashley, <laughs> without it being with it being the hometown episode, I was hoping you could give us the behind the scenes details on hometowns. I probably cannot because I never went to hometowns. But at what point do the families know their daughter or son is coming home for the hometowns and how many days do they have to prepare? Also, is it usually 
their parents' actual home, or is it staged? And finally, is it really the first time that the family gets to see their son or daughter when they're walking in the door with the bachelor or the bachelorette, or does the contestant get to stay home with his or her family while they are there for their hometown date? Sorry for the loads of questions. Just so intrigued on how your hometowns really work. Thanks, Ben and Ashley. Love your podcast. Also enjoyed seeing you guys on my TV again for the Winter Games. Nothing of the best for both of you. Love your fan in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, originally from Warsaw, Indiana. Shout out to Ben. All right, you guys. I didn't think I was going to be able to answer this question, but I totally am. Because, very oddly, at the week that I was eliminated, I was eliminated week six of airing, um, where there was, I got eliminated where there was nine to six girls. So the next week, there was six girls left. Um, this is actually the week that they start preparing for hometowns. So I was brought into a room and asked um, for contact info and of my family and what I'd want to do and what we'd want to eat. And it was just like so crazy. I was like, oh, well, I'm sure my parents will order from this Italian restaurant. And I'm sure that I'll go to Great Falls Falls because um, in my town in Virginia – uh, Great Falls, Virginia. It's named after their waterfalls. So that's where I was going to bring Chris Souls. Um, so I guess the parents probably have about 10 days to prepare. No, you are not allowed to stay with your family. Yes, the first time and only time your parents are go your parents and family are going to see you during that hometown date is while the cameras are there filming you and the bachelor. Like I could never just say uh, can I get an extra hour with my family to debrief on what they actually think of him? Like, you wouldn't get that. And it's probably what you crave the very most. Um, and is it actually the parents' home or is it staged? I do believe it depends on the person. Um, Amanda Stanton used a friend's house. So I think it just depends on if you want your house on camera, where your parents live, and um, what's best for filming. I have a weird question. I've noticed yeah. this time a, co a couple times this season more than ever contestants, I don't know what you call them, have made reference to talking to their families. Have you noticed that? Really? Yeah, like, I think mm -hmm. short-haired Becca did it once, and then obviously the girl whose grandma died got to talk to her family, but yeah. I feel like short-haired Becca she said did. something I was very like, confused. This is my sister right Hi. next to us. Hi, it's Lauren. I thought it was because she... I don't get it podcast. I thought it was because she needed to let her mom know where she was or something. That was the only reason I thought... No, because that was That was after. afterwards. Yeah, so I'm still confused as to... They get like one phone call? Okay, so this is interesting. During the filming of Winter Games, I think it's okay if I say this, <laughs> um, I got to call Lauren a couple times, but that's because she was on Bachelor in Paradise with me. Like, she already is part of my storyline. And um, when I was on The Bachelor, I was there for 28 days, I believe, and I did get to call my parents for, I'm not even joking you, 60 seconds. It was my dad's birthday, which also happens to be my parents' anniversary, so they let me call and just say that really quickly. Um, but no, they're as far as regular communication goes with contestants, they really don't get to call anyone. So I'm confused unless, by that Becca thing. Unless there's a kid at home. And then if you have a son or daughter, then normally you're able to call them like every other day. And usually they FaceTime them. Um, but it must you, have been some kind of Becca emergency thing? for Becca. She said, I was talking to my mom or my dad the about other day. What? Yeah. About Becca K or Becca M? Becca M. Yeah. Short-haired Becca. Short-haired Becca. She was talking to Ari and she said, I was talking to my mom the other day and she said this. Don't you think that maybe like the other day is like maybe, an expression? Maybe, but it definitely made me feel like she had just called yes. and you got the same vibe. Yeah. She was like, I just let my mom know that I really like you. I'm, I'm pulling this out of my ass. Me too. I, it was something like that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, very interesting. Maybe it was like some kind of emergency or something. If she anyone listening remembers exactly the episode and then we could like make a phone call to try and figure out what yeah. was going on yeah email us at ben and ashley at iheartmedia.com all right moving on to a question about one-on-ones this is from megan hey ben and ashley before i begin i just want to say that i love you both and i'm so excited to see you both on the winter games i'm truly rooting for both of you getting to my question i have been wondering about something that happens during one-on-one -on -one dates when they transition from the day portion to the night portion, where do they usually go for dinner? The couple changes outfits, and then they split up for a while, and then they get ready again, and then they meet up. How much time is spent in between those transitions? This is a great, fantastic question. Um, being that I've only been on one-on-ones on, on Bachelor in Paradise and Bachelor Winter Games, um, depends on the location. If your daytime portion is 
far away from your nighttime portion. You're probably going to take separate cars there. And then you're going to probably have like two hotel rooms where you both get ready, freshen up, and then they'll get room service for you. It's not like an area where you don't like go out to dinner in that time. But if you are on a bachelor one-on-one date, I'm going to guess you're at least separated for two solid hours between the night and the daytime portion of the date, which is kind of nice because you like get to gather your thoughts. You get to freshen yourself up and you can just like, yeah, just take a break from like all the pressure of carrying a conversation on TV. Uh, yeah. So, but then it depends because normally on a bachelor in paradise date or a winter games date, you still get breaks. You may get like a 15, 20 minute break here or there. And you're interviewing most of that time. Well, one thing I wish I had when I was shopping for all these bachelor dates is thread up because I always try to branch out my style a little, but it's hard to do it when you're on a budget. So if you're like me, you're going to want to try thread up. Thread up makes it easy to find brands that you love at unbeatable prices. It is the secret style weapon of over a million women that they use to refresh their closets. It is the world's largest online thrift store with over 35,000 brands at up to 90% off retail price. I got like the coolest 90s ish like 90s-esque um Carrie Bradshaw heels from thread up a couple weeks ago it's the price of these shoes were like a thousand or thousand dollars or more and I got them for 45 or something it was nuts but I feel very sex in the city which I love yeah and you can get like rad jackets and like tops for like four dollars no it's really 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 nuts um I know that we're in LA, we have a ton of thrift stores, but from back where we are at home, like there's no thrift store. So it's really cool to, to, to you know, browse online. It's forget about sifting through the racks. ThreadUp makes it easy to shop by personalizing your experience, which is something you're not going to get in the store. You use filters to save your exact favorite brands, sizes, your price range to find what you're looking for fast. Every item on the site goes through a 12-point quality inspection process, ensuring that the items are, like, new. Yeah, they're basically, like, new. I'm looking at this Banana Republic coat, $28. Yeah, actually, a lot of the stuff comes brand new with tags. ThreadUp offers free shipping on qualified orders and super easy returns. Right now, ThreadUp is offering you an extra 30% off your first order. Go to threadup.com slash almost famous. That is T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash almost famous for an extra 30% off today. Now we get to the relationship questions. And my sister's going to help me out on this because, you know, I'm like kind of new to relationships. Mm -hmm. So I need help giving advice. I probably shouldn't be, you know, nothing's really. (laughs) I want to hear your advice and I'll fix it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Ooh, I think I like this one. Okay. He won't make a move. That is the title of this letter. All right. You're an expert on this. Oh, yeah. That's because (laughs) they usually don't want to make a move. So Natalia. He probably doesn't want to make a move, but I haven't read your story yet. So here we go. I met this guy at work two years ago. We met because we were both we both work for a nonprofit that builds houses for extremely poor families in Mexico, and we provide education for their kiddos. I am the social worker for the nonprofit, and he is the main contractor we use for these builds. The connection was instant when we first met, but he was engaged at the time, and mm. I was dating someone, so we just left it there. Flash forward to last year, we were both single, and we have built a strong friendship since then. But there is still always flirting. I live in San Diego. He lives in Mexico. It's three hours apart. He travels all the time here to spend time with me, my friends, and my family. The chemistry between us is undeniable, and everybody around us can tell. He always comes to events that are important for me and supports me in every possible way with my career. We went to a concert once last May, May 2017, and we kissed once, and it was an extremely passionate kiss. We have never done anything physical before or after that. So my questions are this. Should I risk our friendship that we have and go to the next level or just stay friends with him? I feel like I'll regret it if I don't take a chance with him, but I also don't want to risk this amazing friendship we have. Why hasn't he made a move either? I'm so confused. I gave him plenty of green lights and signs to show that I'm interested in having something more. He is 30. I'm 25. Natalia. Okay. Well, I, I've been in this situation before. 
I would recommend using alcohol in this situation more assume, often. I'm assuming that that concert was a that's drug what I'm concert. saying. That's the only time they made out. I think there was alcohol. I would just ask him to go wine tasting or something. Oh, that's actually a great advice. Why yeah. not Do you another think, concert? It works or so another well. concert? Yeah. Do you think that he likes? I think he likes her. Yeah, he wouldn't be doing all this effort right, no like her. Maybe he's just nervous. Time. Like, I want to know, is he straight? Do you ever... I, well, I the always work have thing a hard... was my red flag. Like, the what, what if, is? The work thing. Like, what if they fall apart and then he doesn't get to be the contractor? Maybe that's on... why he's keeping himself at a distance. Could be. Totally could be. I always wonder, like, the harm, the friendship thing. I want to harm the friendship. Do you believe in that? No, like, you have enough friends. You're trying that's to look for a partner. That's what I've always said. She just say, want to make out and yeah. see what he says. Like, or, or do it kind of... With a little hint of jokiness, but like seriousness. That's like, always been my thing. It's like I've always craved to ask, hey, you want to make out? Just but then it. I never do it. Then I'm just like, yeah. I find also that the thing that she said, I've given a lot of green lights. I have learned this with guys. You think you're giving some serious mm-hmm. green lights. They don't know anything. They, they don't, don't know anything. Know they don't pick up on anything. All. They are so oblivious. Because I've literally said things and think that I am being so obvious, so obvious, so obvious. And then I'm like, get like, you know, I'll, I'll hear something or he'll say something. And I'm like, wait, seriously? Like, I thought I was being so obvious. Yeah. Even on Winter Games, Kevin was like, I didn't think that you were into me at all, which is why I asked Bibby. Like, you didn't give me any signs. I'm like... I looked at you with like, like light in my eyes and I blinked pretty at you and I went over and I said, hi, like what else do you need? If you don't I look a guy, yeah. you're dodging eyes. You're yeah. looking away. You know, yeah. if you're looking in the eye, you're not like disconnecting. Then you, you literally like have to be like, I like you. Will you please call me because I want to talk to you on the phone? <laughs> like if you don't do that, they don't get it. All right. No. So more As a guy, and oh, yeah, Mark, guys are extremely afraid of rejection. Yeah. They're such wusses. They're so afraid of being turned away when they lean in for a kiss or something. Yeah. You're right. They're oblivious to what you're doing. Yeah. Because there's a 1% chance you'll say no. They won't go any further. I know. And especially with a friendship, where he's probably like, oh, he, she just likes me as a friend. You know, that was just a drunken makeout. And I probably, she probably didn't like that. Uh, yeah. Men. <laughs> All right. Moving on. This is from Jen. My relationship of seven years just ended about a week ago. I lived with him for two years. He was seen as another child to my parents. My entire family was obsessed with him, and we were a package deal for a very long time. We were best friends for three years before I said yes to going on a date with him. We were so good for almost our whole relationship. We were connected in a way that I can't even put into words. My love for him knows no limits. However, about five months ago, things started to change. This is horrifying. You know, I'm just saying that. He stopped coming home at night. He stopped listening to me, and things got really bad. I found out that he cheated (gasps) several times. It was a nightmare. No. However, due to our history and our living situation, I chose to stick with him through this time where it seemed like he was just losing himself. We're both in our 20s, and I'm the only woman he's ever been with, so I did do my best to be as understanding as I could. Unfortunately, though, things got only worse in I decided to leave out of respect for myself. My question for you guys is, even though I chose to leave, I'm really struggling. I can't stop crying. I can't stop thinking about all the good we had, and I can't help but feel as though I wasn't good enough. The hardest part of it all is that it seems that he is perfectly fine. He honestly seems like he is so much happier now, and that makes me question everything about the last seven years. Everyone keeps telling me to focus on me, but it seems impossible these days. I'm still madly in love with him, even though I should probably hate him at this point. We have been small talking. He reaches out to me every now and then. Should I let this continue? I don't want to burn bridges since he was my best friend for 10 years. I don't know what is wrong or what is right at this point. If any of you have any insight, let me know what I should do. Jen in Massachusetts. Well, burn first, the bridge. First of all, it's only been a week. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, Amy, way to bring back at the beginning of it. It ended a week ago. Right. And he's been happier ever since a week ago. Guys right. grieve later on. Yeah. Girls grie- grieve first. So he will come back in like three months. And be she, like, I made a mistake. And she'll she be perfectly fine. She doesn't know what he's really feeling. And she doesn't really know yet what she's really feeling because it's only been a week. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to give it a lot longer. Yeah. And I'm sure he will come back eventually. So she needs to cut ties 
forget him. Lauren delete him off social media. Lauren is so good at stuff like this because when Lauren says she's not going to text a guy first, she doesn't text a guy first. And then you the get guy all of your always, power back. The guy always comes back to Lauren. Yep. You've never had an instance where the guy hasn't, well, you haven't really had an instance where the guy hasn't come back. Yeah. Don't think about him. Don't text him. That's the best way to heal. So, Jen, I know that you wrote a long email, but that is simple advice that I do think is going to work for you. It will never work. You know, he cheated on you. I really don't think. Oh, you don't think it's ever going to work again? No. Sorry. But he will contact her. Yeah, he'll contact you, but then you'll and have want her your, back. Yeah. You'll want her, your back, mm-hmm. but she will always be concerned. And, Jen, you should always be concerned that it could happen again. Right? Yeah. Sorry, Jen. Ugh. I don't know. She could get past all that. But right now, you the guys, focus just needs to be like, breathe. Her best friend. Take your time. We don't know. They are young. Give them time. Yeah. You can get past all kinds of things. She but says, just right now, she needs to just sort of. I kind of wish I knew their ages. Because if they were like best friends from 14 to 24, that's different than being best friends from right. 24 to 34. I don't think she's old. So she needs to just give it a month and then see how she's feeling. Right. Mm. All right. One more email before we go. This is from Brittany. Hey, Ashley and Ben. Ashley, I've loved getting to know you through this podcast. Seeing you in a completely different light from your previous seasons has been so fun. Thank you so much. That is such a compliment. I am now a fan of yours as well. I love that. By the way, I absolutely love The Greatest Showman. I mean, it was like high school musical on steroids. (laughs) Yes, it was. Sensory candy. Two questions for y'all. Who is your best friend from The Bachelor family? Obviously, you get close to so many people in the franchise, but if you had to choose one, who would it be? When watching The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, during your time on the fun daytime part of the date and then the fancier part of the date, what happens in between the two? Well, Brittany, I already answered that question today. How crazy is that? Um, thanks for being a light and keep bringing smiles to me week after week. Keep it up. Thanks, Brittany. Well, Brittany, my closest friends in The Bachelor family... Uh, that would be Ben, Becca, who I would say, even if she wasn't standing in front of me, Jade, Tanner, and Jared. They asked for one, Ashley. No. I'm just kidding. You can't pick. And Dean. <laughs> Those are my, that's my elite. So no offense to everybody who's not in there, but you guys, I do, I love you the very most. All right. Well, guys, it is, uh, it was just me today. So signing off, this is. This has been... No, you say, I've been Ashley. Yeah, so signing off, this has been Ashley. I've been Ashley. I've been Ashley. Ashley. (laughs) Goodbye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 